Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Hello and welcome back to the Making Meaningful Income podcast. So this is episode 30. We made it, whatever that means. And this is a spur of the moment episode. And I think it's ironic that this is episode 30 because I had to check what episode I was on. And this concept applies particularly strong to people around the age of 30, but it applies to everyone. I just am approaching that age and I'm seeing my friends make a lot of these mistakes that I consider a mistake. Um, Maybe they wouldn't, but in terms of living out your dreams, I think it's a mistake. So today we're talking about the worst possible thing. And when I say that, I'm referring to comfort, but not just normal comfort. It's the kind of comfort that allows you to tolerate a life you're not happy in. All right. So as we're familiar with, hopefully by now, you know that most people know generally what they want to do with their lives, or they have some kind of like a blurry star in the distance, right? Like maybe a passion for writing, or they want to be in some kind of art or they want to go out in front of people and like make jokes or whatever it is. Or even if you want to be like an accountant or finance, you have a general idea of something that you're naturally drawn to. And then all of our garbage gets in the way, right? The reason why people don't follow their dreams is genuinely because of negative emotions that are caused by belief system issues, right? So like, for example, they don't believe it's possible. They feel a ton of dread and fear around it. And then they just don't take action. And then what happens is we have to typically justify our lack of action with, you know, all sorts of things in our life. But we do this a whole bunch of different ways. Well, it's the safe route, secure. Um, What I want isn't practical, blah, 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 garbage, 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 belief systems taught to us by people of fear, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So that's what happens. Now, the reason that I call this episode is like the worst possible thing is because people typically take steps in the complete opposite direction of where they need to go if they want to become the person they want to become because it's comfortable. Right. So like, remember, if you haven't listened to the episode on our two brains, I think it's episode 22 or something like that. um, Check it out. But we have two brains as human beings. One wants instant survival. That's all it cares about. It does not care about fulfillment, meaning purpose, passion, all the things that you want in life that are deeper than just like literally sitting on the couch eating potato chips. And then we have a brain that wants all those deeper level things. Right. When we are avoiding fear, we're always letting that lower brain, the animal brain take charge. And we are also, by the way, we're taught to do this. So I'd recommend you listen to the episode if you want more information. But our society takes so much advantage of our animal brain's proclivity to seek comfort and avoid discomfort. Um, So that's why like cigarettes, gambling, you know, online gambling, uh, weed, alcohol. That's why those industries are so wildly successful because it's low hanging fruit, right? Hey, you have an animal brain. It wants to avoid fear and it really likes chips. It just wants to seek pleasure, save energy like chips are great for that. So what I recommend is that when you're at this turning point in your life, whenever you have that like fear come up, the worst thing you can do is choose comfort. And the reason is because that comfort allows you to tolerate a life that you're not happy in. And when people feel stuck in life, I think it's mostly because they have fears and they're unwilling to look at them. They're unwilling to step into them. So then they're constantly choosing comfort over fear. And then they end up in a life that they're really just not even living at all. There's no happy or really damaging emotions. It's just bleh. So I want to offer, if you're in a life that you're not happy in, or you have a dream and you're not taking action, cut out all the things you're doing to allow yourself to be comfortable 
not living that dream, not becoming that person, right? If you know deep down that you want to go act or whatever it is, you want to go create something and you're not doing it, make your life as uncomfortable as possible because if you're allowing yourself to create comfort in a life that you don't want, of course you're going to stay in a life that you don't want. And remember, society wants you to do that because it's very, very profitable for them, right? I know you're not living your dream. Like imagine I'm the tobacco companies, right? It's okay that you're not happy. You know what's going to make you happy and less stressed? Being addicted to this drug that I can make money off of you for the rest of your life. Well, it's like if you were in a life that you really wanted, maybe you wouldn't need all the tobacco or the constant alcohol or the weed every single day. And then I couldn't make money off of you. So I'd prefer that you just live in the life you don't want. And then you have to tolerate it with all these substances that are keeping you comfortable, even though either way, you're going to be uncomfortable right now. You're uncomfortable in the middle of the night when you're stirring in your bed, thinking about how dreadful work is and how much you're not living up to your potential and how much you have to lie to yourself about what you really want. (laughs) That's really uncomfortable. But you know what else is uncomfortable? is stepping into the uncomfortable emotions where you're living a big life and actually going after what you want and you might experience failure and rejection. That's really uncomfortable too. So either way you're living, you're going to experience discomfort. But one, you're going after what you want and you're living in integrity. And the other one, you're convincing yourself that the route you're choosing is the best one for you because it's secure. And I want to offer, there's no such thing as a secure route because although it might feel secure sometimes to be in a job you don't like, earning quote unquote stable income, There's no security in lying to yourself all the time. There's no security in playing it small. That is not secure, right? That is cowardly. And I love you guys, but that is what that is. You know, do not confuse uh, cowardice with security because that's not the trade-off. Because when enough people live lives out of fear, uh, things happen to where they lose control of their lives, right? Because a life lived in fear is not one that's, that's controlled, truly. And then anything could happen. And when you've conditioned yourself to be the kind of person who doesn't listen to their gut and you're in a situation that might be quote unquote dangerous, you're not secure. You know what the most secure thing is, is learning how to process your emotions so that when the shit hits the fan, you can deal with it. That's security. That's betting on yourself. That is building a future that you want, regardless of the circumstances. That's what security looks like. What security doesn't look like is staying in a job out of fear and praying to God that your boss doesn't fire you because they know that you're just producing mediocre work because you don't really care about what you're doing. And then having to go find another job where you're also going to produce mediocre work and be scared and fearful, always living under somebody else's decision on what's best for you. That's not security. So what should you do when you find yourself at the crossroad of actually deciding that you want something and then being scared shitless? (laughs) Um, Do the thing that's going to scare you, right? When you are at the crossroads and someone, especially this is the thing too, I do a lot of consults where I push people right up to this crossroad. I say, this is the life you want and this is exactly why you're not getting it. It's not because of anything external, it's because of you, right? It's because you're deciding to avoid what needs to be dealt with in order to create that life. And I push people right up to that point. And then I tell them, like, if you want to create this life, you have to do the thing that scares you. Right now, what's going to scare you is investing in yourself when you don't believe that it's going to be worth it or you don't believe it's going to happen. And guess what? That investment is the only reason it's going to happen. (laughs) And it's not just money, by the way. Like everyone's always so scared. Like I have to invest all this money. No, it's not just money. You can invest time. You can invest um, in yourself by stopping doing the things that are hurting you. But I want to offer that typically money is the best way to invest in yourself because it's the one that brings up all the bullshit. Right right when we put a dollar figure on our belief systems on ourselves, 
it's very easy to see that we don't believe in ourselves, right? If we just like don't put a dollar, we're like, yeah, I got a course for free. I can take it whenever, blah, blah, blah. There's no real investment. There's no real risk. Then it's very easy to pretend like we're believing in ourselves without actually anteing up. Money's a really good way to call you on your own bullshit. <laughs> and I'm speaking from personal experience, you guys. I've spent over $21,000 on a coaching certification. I spent $4,500 this year on a private coach that's going to help me with business that I was absolutely, truly in no position to spend that money on. Like, I love you guys. I'm just going to be completely honest. Um, if somebody was looking at my life that was like a financial advisor, they would have said, you're stupid. But I didn't look at my life as a financial advisor. I looked at my life as the person who I was going to be in 10 years who was looking at me now and saying, Andrew, you have to do this because this is scary and this is investment in yourself. You know, it's not an investment in yourself, not spending the money, not forcing yourself to then ante up and go after what you want 100%. And I also want to offer what's made me a really good coach. Like I've, I can tell my skills have gone way, way up in the last couple months. And I think the reason is because I am living my bullshit. I'm eating my own shit, right? When I get on a consult with someone, I can say to them clearly and honestly, if you want to become this person, you need to become resourceful and invest in yourself today. Like I have. If you have to take a credit card out, if you have to ask a friend for money, it's not about the money. It's about you believing in yourself enough to drop your pride and go and do that. That's an investment in yourself, right? That's not comfortable. And that's exactly why it's the right choice. So what's the worst thing that you can do when you are at the crossroads or when you're not living the life that you want is to allow yourself to find ways to make yourself comfortable in that life. And a large part of my job as a life coach, at least in the marketing materials, right, before I coach you, is to get you to be so uncomfortable in the life you're currently living that you have no option but to stand up and ante for yourself. Because what, what other option are you going to do? If you're not in the life you want, it's, it's your doing and it, it can be your undoing, but you've got to be pressed up against the wall. <laughs> and I'm saying that with so much love because I've been pressed up against the wall. I'm so fortunate to have people in my life, coaches, who care about me enough to see that I need to be pressed up against the wall if I want to become the person I want to become. And it sucks. And I've gotten mad at my coaches before. And I look back and I'm so grateful that they were willing to step out and push me because I needed to be pushed. And the worst thing I could have done at that time was say, no, I'm not going to do the coaching because I'd rather stay comfortable right now in my financial situation, even though I'm very uncomfortable with my financial situation anyways. <laughs> All right. So now that we've talked about the worst thing you can do when you're in a life you're not happy in, we can talk about the best things. The best thing you can do when you're in a life that you're not happy in is jump directly into that fear. And you can do this a whole bunch of ways, right? You can invest in yourself by jumping into fear in a whole bunch of different ways. Let's start with the money. I would say get coaching. That's a great way to do that. Invest in yourself. Get a certification. Get a program. Learn something. Like, that's a fantastic way to invest in yourself. And that's scary, by the way. Remember, when the money's up, the shit hits the fan. When you bring the money into the conversation, all of people's real fears and belief systems come up. And that's such a good way for you to test your own bullshit. So that's one way. Another way for you to invest your time. Even if you do something for free, I wouldn't recommend it always because I think that people who don't pay something, you know, like even if it's just your time, like if you're not paying something, um, it's harder to pay attention. It's harder to get the results you want. That's why it's so good to invest financially um, or materially into something. But time is also great. So invest your time. Go take a course, even if it's free. Go and learn something. 
go like practice how to hula hoop. My friend did that for a while. And although it might seem trivial, when she was hula hooping, she was doing something to invest in herself to build confidence so that now she runs a business. Because while she was doing that, she was putting herself out there. She was learning a skill. She was refining something into an art form. And now she is someone who stands tall and owns a business because she spent that time building a skill, doing something as opposed to like just sitting on the couch, smoking weed. That's my next point. Another way that you can invest in yourself and jump into fear is by stopping to doing the things that are allowing you to tolerate your life that you're not happy in, right? Stop smoking weed. What if you did that for a while? Stop vaping. Also, I have a course, check out my bio. It's $15, super reasonable. At least right now it's 15 bucks. Stop drinking alcohol on the weekends. Stop eating food when you're not hungry. Stop baking, right? Stop revolving around around sweets. Like I've done this before and I still do it sometimes. It's like the whole weekend becomes, oh, I'm going to eat something sweet. Like, well, what if you took that out? What's left of your life? The whole entire thing with numbing your emotions is that you're numbing a life you're not happy in. That's why it's so important. It's not about the weed. It's not about the alcohol. It's about what your life would be without it and what you're allowing your life to be with it. Pretty good, isn't it? We are living in a time where you can do so much. And I want to add this too. I saw a TikTok the other day where uh, I love the girl. She was fine. Like I'm not attacking this, but she said, there's this guy who makes t-shirts and it says, um, your generation's so spoiled on the front of it. And on the back, it says everything, you know, the price of everything in 1971 compared to today. And pretty much what the shirt says at its baseline is everything today costs so much more compared to the livable wage than it used to. And people are all like focusing on that. Like, oh, it's so bad. Like, oh, I can't just get a job and support myself. It's like, no, actually you can't today. You're right. You most likely can't support a job in a family like with one person earning with a standard job like you could in 1971. But what you can do is get online and make money doing literally effing anything for as much money as you want to make. So although those opportunities have shifted, you have a tool that nobody else had in 1971, not one person in the whole world had a phone in their hand who could make money doing anything adding value in the way that they wanted to add value in the world. There's literally no excuse for you not living the exact life you want today, except that you're allowing yourself to tolerate a life that you're not happy in because you want to be comfortable instead of jump into fear. The worst thing that you can do for your longevity, for your future, for your future self, for your future family, for your future grandkids and legacy in the world is to allow yourself to sit on the couch and eat chips because it's more comfortable than to step out into discomfort honestly, openly, and vulnerably and go after what you want, even though you might get rejection and you're going to experience a lot of failure. Remember, your brain is designed to avoid negative emotions, particularly rejection. And the reason is because when we were in hunter and gatherer tribes, like as we developed our brain, it kept us alive by making sure we didn't get rejected from the tribe because the tribe kept us safe from tigers. One human being with my little sharp pointy nails against a tiger, I'm going to die. But 20 human beings, great. Now imagine getting rejected from that tribe, you're going to die. Well, unfortunately, our brain is still built on that hardware. So in order to create the life that we want today, when there's not really tigers all around us, we have to deliberately override that proclivity to avoid rejection and negative emotions time and time again. We're literally hacking evolution in order to create the lives we want. And there's nothing wrong with living in a life that you're not happy in and tolerating it with drugs and food and whatever you're tolerating it with. But I don't think it's fair to bitch about other people and to be a hater when you're living a small life because you're the one creating it. 
And this isn't an episode about haters or anything like that. It's just saying that the worst thing you can do when you're in a life you're not happy in is allow yourself to find ways to tolerate that life. I want you to be so uncomfortable that you have no other option than to get your ass off the couch, put yourself out on TikTok Live, and talk about what you want to create in the world. (laughs) That's what I want for you. And that's my job as a life coach is to inspire you to do that over and over again so that you can literally look back in 10 years and be like, oh my man, am I glad I called that guy. (laughs) But really, that's what you need to do if you want the life you want. So if you're not happy in your life, stop being comfortable. Cut it all out. Like do the most uncomfortable thing you can possibly think of right now. Like whatever money you don't have, invest it in coaching. Whatever money you don't have, invest it in something that's going to make you really uncomfortable. That's going to also give you the potential to grow by stepping into those negative emotions. You can have whatever you want in life. And I'm not just saying that like a life coach. I'm saying that like a human being who's currently experiencing it. But the only reason I'm experiencing the results that I do want is because I'm constantly stepping out into uncomfortable emotions. And guess what? Once you become the person who does that and you mentally shift from negative emotion being bad and scary to negative emotion being what I'm fighting for in order for my dreams, it's a totally different kind of negative emotion. And I always tell people this. It's so true. When I go out and drink now at parties, it's an entirely different kind of drunk. It's not the kind of drunk that says, this is the weekend I need to numb out my life because I'm so unhappy with it. Even though, you know, you don't do that consciously. That's what we're doing, right? It's the kind of drunk that says, I just worked my ass off this week and I stepped into a lot of fear and I'm building the life I want and I'm going to go drink and just have a good time because I want to. And when it comes time to like stop drinking, I don't need to overdrink, right? Because I'm not numbing my emotions. I'm just sitting and having a good time. It's a very different kind of drunk when you're creating the life you want 90% of the time. And then you're like just having fun 10% of the time as opposed to not living in the life that you want 90% of the time. And then the 10% of the time that you're trying to get away from it, you're like just constantly drinking and drinking and eating. And it's like a very different kind of drunk or high when you're doing it out of enjoying the life that you have as opposed of trying to get away from it. And also as opposed to trying to convince yourself that it's so great. It's not cool to be a pothead when you're literally living a shitty life. Let me just say that. If you're not living the life you want, you need to surround yourself with people who are living the lives that they want or that you want because you need to start thinking like them. You need to start seeing how they're stepping into uncomfortable emotions and how they process them. You need to get at least one person in your life, (coughs) get a life coach who sees who you could become and they're going to push you up against that wall and let you know that you're the reason you're not becoming it. And I say that with love, by the way. So the worst thing you can do at any point in your life, but especially if you're like 18 to 35, when you should be like really going for it and starting to live this journey, but especially any point, right? I just see it a lot in this age group. This is where the fear sets in. And it's easier, I think, to come at the fear at that age than it is at 50, but you can do it at 50, no problem. But it's just like, if you can nip it in the butt, nip it in the fucking butt. So the worst thing you can do is learn how to tolerate a life that you're comfortable in. Because it's the last thing you want to do is learn how to tolerate something you're not happy with. You want to change it so that you can be happy with it and stop lying to yourself and trying to convince yourself of how great it is to not be living the life you want. And then blaming your outside circumstances, which is so disempowering. And most people do that. So stop that. You're better than that. Thank you for listening to this episode. I will see you next week. Be on that shit. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, 
I want to invite you to a one-on-one consult with me where we can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.